What's going on to all my beautiful listeners on my podcast? So somebody called YSEL, the username YSEL, asked me a question. And she said, um, what happens when, when, um, with twins, like, don't they have identical natal charts? Yes, they do, but they still going to be different. When you look at two twins, they, they're, they're nothing alike, right? They may look alike, but they actually have their own brain. They have their own personality. They are their own individual, you know? So it depends, you know, everybody's still an individual, you understand what I'm saying? Um, so so there's going to be a lot of placements that are going to pop out within the two. But at the same time, they are still both individuals and there's going to be certain aspects that pop out differently in each other. All right? So that's to answer that question. Okay? But there are there is still going to be a lot of similarities between the two. Now off that question um going to the to the archetypes i wanted to talk about archetypes you know a lot of people sleep on archetypes you know what i'm saying archetypes can help you understand like you know basically archetypes can help you understand like some of your own personal purpose Okay, now every energy in the astrological system is very unique in their own way. Okay, um, you know, so an individual, um, for example, an individual that's influenced more by Venus energy, then their archetype is about love, romance, relationship, like they're going to bring a lot of a knowledge on that. Because they embodying the energy properly, you understand what I'm saying. Um, that individual could be very good as a like as a couple therapist, you know, or they can write books when it comes to marriages and love to help to help others, you know, with their own personal issues at home. You know what I'm saying with their relationships and whatnot. So that's why it's important to understand the archetypes. Okay, now the archetypes in astrology. I'm gonna I'm trying to pop this shit out. Give me a second. Okay, here's the image. Okay, for example, like Aries archetype, they you know, they tend to be the pioneer, the explorer, you know, the combatant, um, the freedom fighter, the defender, the rescuer. So Aries energy's archetype is to protect, is to confront, is to defend. You see what I'm saying? That's just the archetype of that energy. You know, Aries is probably one of the most competitive energies compared to the 12 signs because their nature is just to, you know, be on attack mode 24-7. Okay, so somebody that's influenced by Mars, like let's say somebody's a Mars dominant or an Aries dominant, they'll be very good, you know, joining the, you know, the police enforcement or, or joining the military force and shit like that. You see what I'm saying? Or they'll just be very good with like, you know, fighting and, and getting into sports and, you know, people people that are dominated by those two energies, they tend to be very, very restless, very, very energetic. They need to move constantly. All right. Um, Aries is also the youngest energy out of the 12 signs. This is why their archetype is also the child. 
okay? <clears throat> so, an individual that's highly influenced by Aries and Mars energy, they're going to have a childlike nature. Um, if you observe Aries moon, they tend to throw a lot of temper tantrum when things don't go their way. They're very explosive. You know what I'm saying? They have anger management issues. Um, they also can be a tad bit domestic. You know, they could, they could put their hands on you, basically. You know, they, they could put their hands on you. They have it in them. You feel me? Because Mars is the planet of anger. You know what I'm saying? It's the planet of anger. So that's where, like you know, all your anger is coming from, you know what I'm saying? Your style of anger, everybody's different with how they utilize confrontation. Not everybody's the same, <laughs> okay? So an Aries, an Aries or a Mars dominant will be full of anger and will be full of rage. But if they utilize that energy properly, you know what I'm saying? They'll be full of energy and they'll be very protective of those that don't have that type of strength that they personally carry now there's different types of strength don't think that because aries is strong from that from that perspective that that's the only type of strength that exists there's different types of strength let me clear let me clarify that okay you know these individuals will be very domineering you know what i'm saying and and um you know they can also be a tad bit selfish they can be extreme in it because of their sense of independence. You see what I'm saying? But if if they learn how to be around their opposite energy, Libra, they can learn how to balance that. Okay? And they can learn how to be um they can learn how to be reciprocative at the same time be independent. You see what I'm saying? They need to learn how to how to be around their opposite sign though to learn that. Um, the second archetype is Taurus, okay, um, that I'm going to talk about is Taurus. Now, Taurus, these guys, they're known for being materialistic. It is what it is, right? But they also have, um, you know, they tend to be very good with being in, in the music field, all right? They usually have amazing voices. Usually the Taurus energy rules the, the vocal cord. Okay. All right. Um, you know, when you highly influenced by Taurus or Venus energy, you're going to have a beautiful voice. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm a Venus in Taurus and, I, and I'm also a, a, a Taurus dominant besides being a cancer dominant. And I get a lot of people saying that I have a, a beautiful voice and that's because of the Taurus energy is going to do that. You understand me? Um, you know, but some of the archetypes for Taurus we have the silent one. They tend to be very quiet people, very peaceful people, all right? Very slow to anger, very slow to anything, you know? There is power in slowness, though. I don't want Taurus to think because people call them slow that that's something negative. No, there is power in being slow, okay? We live in a very fast-paced world, so they tend to look down on the slow vibration, okay? But being slow actually gets you further than the rest because this means that you are capable of slowing everything down on the physical, all right? Because Taurus is a very physical energy. So it means that, that it can, this energy can slow everything down, okay? And pay attention to every little small thing that's going on around them because the earth element, they're very big with 
physical details, okay? Um, but now tourists, they tend to operate from, from slow motion, you know, and, and don't look at it from a negative perspective, okay? There's, there's still pros in that, you understand me? That means that you're gifted with slowing down everything around you and, and just seeing through a lot of things that goes over a lot of people's eyes. Remember, Taurus is the opposite of Scorpio, so they still have it in them to to be an amazing detective, to, to pay attention to things that a lot of people are oblivious about, similar to Scorpios. Don't, don't let that go over your head, okay? Um, they tend to be the owners. They're very, they, this energy here tends to be very artistic. They can also be the creator, you know, and they're also very good with money. They're very good with money because Venus is all about money. So the money flow with Taurus is on point because like I mentioned, they operate more from a slow vibration. So this allows them to control their currencies. You know what I'm saying? This allows them to thoroughly see through everything and decide if if that's a good decision or not. Okay? Gemini. Now, Gemini, their archetype, um, they tend to be the student, the storyteller, the gypsy, the wonder, the journalist. They can also be the trickster. You know, they're also very humorous. They, they tend to be good comedians. Um, they, all, they are also the child, the writer teacher and the messenger now gemini is ruled by mar i mean by um mercury mercury is not mercury the planet mercury isn't ruled by a by a god because there's certain planets that are ruled by gods mercury is not ruled by a god i want to clarify this so mercury is like the planet mercury the purpose of mercury is to be a servant to others you know what I'm saying? Um, Mercury tends to be a servant to the gods. You see what I'm saying? Don't let that go over your head. So Mercury is like also, Mercury can also be like a bridge of things, right? The in-between, the bridge of things, you know, like they mentioned here, Gemini um, tends to be the messenger. Now, if Gemini utilize their vibration, right, they can be an amazing messenger, but if they're not utilizing their, vibra their vibration right, then they're going to turn into gossipers. You see what I'm saying? And spreading rumors and shit like that. It really depends how they're utilizing that Mercurian energy. All right? Um, but when you're highly, highly influenced by Gemini energy or by Mercury energy, um, like dominated by that, um, you know, you will be a very good communicator. You will be very good at you know, um, you know, just basically, um, getting down to, to every piece of information that's available when it comes to social media, mainstream media books, you'll be very good with information and facts and stuff like that. But let's, let, let me get this. Let me just make this point clear. Just because Gemini is very good at, at collecting a lot of information, it doesn't mean that they, they are equipped with understanding information because Gemini is a fast vibration, um, energy. When you, when you talk to a Gemini, they, they, they speak like on a hundred miles per hour and that's because they're a part of the masculine energy. Okay. So they, they're good with collecting a lot of information, but, and, and sharing it with others, but they're not good at understanding information. You see what I'm saying? 
Um, and that's because they're a part of that energy is a part of the masculine energy and the masculine energy is always fast paced and the feminine energy is always slow. See what I'm saying? So Gemini taps more into the masculine energy. So, you know, they're very good at collecting information and whatnot. You know, this is why sometimes, you know, a lot of Gemini's get the bad rep or just like sharing useless information you know what i'm saying like they'll just share they'll just say something that really has nothing to do with anything you know and that's because they always they just always you know researching and looking for information that's just their nature you know they tend to be very inquisitive souls um but on the flip side that inquisitive trait can turn into nosiness you understand what I'm saying? So they got to watch it, all right? Um, but oh, they also the student of life. Gemini, uh, if the Gemini is evolved, they tend to be more open-minded than than a lot of people, you know, because they're, they're known as the student. So this type of Gemini that's the student, they tend to just, they, they just want to learn everywhere and, every, and through everything, you know what I'm saying? Now, the Gemini that is not the student, they will have more ego issue with their intellect. You understand what I'm saying? And they will think they're the smartest person in the room. And they'll think they're smarter than everybody because they know all this useless information that they got from Wikipedia, wherever the fuck they get their information from. You understand what I'm saying? So it really depends how, how they're utilizing that Gemini energy. Remember, they're ruled by two twins, you know, so they got to learn how to balance those twins they can be consumed by one or the other you feel me and this is why they get a bad rep in astrology because of the because of the twins but if they learn how to balance their twins you see what i'm saying you know um this is when when they gain clarity in life because gemini low-key is actually super confused and any air sign is super confused they really don't know what they're doing low-key but their ego will make it seem like, you know, they're the smartest person in the room. It does that to them. You understand what I'm saying? But it depends how the Gemini is, 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 is um, utilizing their energy and how self-aware they are of their energy. But, like I mentioned, I want you guys to understand this. When I'm, This stuff I'm speaking about, this is if you highly influenced by Gemini, Mercurian energy, like if you're dominated by it, okay? And um, these archetypes can help you through your journey because they surely have helped me. Now let's go to cancer. Now cancer, you know, cancer's archetype is the healer, is the psychic, is the mother. This is the, this energy here is the psychic energy. You understand what I'm saying? Why? Because cancer is ruled by the moon. Now the moon is a very mystical celestial body, all right? Um, through each phase, the moon is releasing certain energetic vibration. And if you pay attention to, to individuals that are highly influenced by cancer energy or by the moon, individuals that are dominated by that, they're very changeable in their moods. You know what I'm saying? Um, they can be, um, you know, very moody. <laughs> they can be extremely moody, like on an extreme rate. But that's because the moon has high, a high influence on them. You understand me? The moon, the way the moon rotates around the earth, it's, it's super fast. It's super, super fast. Okay. 
um i think faster than mercury you know but mercury is the fastest planet going around the sun mercury also deals with the nervous system so this is why if you if you ever around somebody that's that's dominated by mercurian energy or gemini or virgo energy because these two energies are ruled by mercury um you will notice they're very like restless in their nature they have a lot of anxiety in them you understand what i'm saying that's because they're ruled by the nervous system okay i forgot to mention that but um going back to cancers you know so now the cancer is known as the mother sign okay um this energy when it's evolved will realize that there are a lot of broken children on the physical mimicking adult lives okay and uh, an evolved cancer has a way of dissolving the ego and disciplining the ego and scolding the ego because the ego is the child side of the human psyche okay now if the ego is controlling the individual then this is why certain people have child childish traits you know what i'm saying like being petty or just being childish you know seeking revenge or being spiteful right all of that is childish traits okay and when you're not in control of your ego um these things can consume you and you wouldn't even be aware of it you would confuse it as your identity you would just justify these things in you and say, oh, well, that's just the way I am, you know? But the cancer vibration has a way of scolding eagles. Remember, the sun and the moon have a deep connection because the sun projects light, but the moon receives the light from the sun and is a reflective light. So the moon has a way of, like, of, like, basically putting people in their place when it comes to their ego if the ego's consuming them from an unhealthy outlet okay and this is why cancer is known as the mother sign when you date a cancer you're going to feel like you're dating a parent okay cancers are also extremely protective so you're going to fa you're going to feel like you're dating a parent you're going to feel like you're dating somebody that's constantly protecting you and um and and just trying to you know keep up to keep up with you you understand what i'm saying and that's just their natural habitat okay if you have issues with your mom then you're not gonna like the cancer energy because when you deal with a cancer they're gonna remind you of your mother remember the cancer vibration and the and the and the moon i mean all of that deals with memories as well so cancer and it also deals with the root cause of things okay cancer in the moon all right that goes down to the to that goes down the roots of of um like how you grew up your your family tree all of that that vibration knows how to do that you know so a lot of times people are not f really fighting a cancer they're fighting themselves through cancers don't let that go over your head okay um cancer is a very psychic energy because you know they're highly influenced by the by their emotions okay and they just have a way of knowing what's what's going to be your next reaction you understand what i'm saying because before something is birthed through the conscious through the physical 
okay, it's it's creating itself in the subconscious, and cancer is the only energy that has a a, a a way of tapping into that. You understand what I'm saying? And this is why they tend to know what you're going to do next or what you're going to say next. You feel me? Like the other day, I text my friend asking him for this, this, and the third, and he got creeped out because he was like, yo, I feel like you have eyes in my room. How do you know I had these things? I'm like, I just know. You see what I'm saying? Um, but if a cancer is not, a, if a if a dominated cancer or moon energy is not in control of these things by becoming aware, they can be very turbulent. You know what I'm saying? Very manipulative because they're gifted with foreseeing what's coming next. So if you're dealing with somebody that's not highly evolved with this energy, they're going to be highly manipulative, you know, because they're going to know what you're going to do next. Okay. But an evolved cancer, they're not going to manipulate. I want to make this clear. They don't do that. Okay. They, if they see you're going to do something stupid, they're not even going to bring it to you. They're not going to address it to you because, you know, before you do something, you have to think about it first. You know what I'm saying? You don't just do something. You have to think about it first. So an evolved cancer understands that and they're just not going to waste their time with you. They're going to see what you did and they're just going to let you go. They're also known as the psychologist. Okay, they're very good at reading people and understanding the human psyche. And what's going on with the emotional, um, with their emotional psyche and whatnot. Okay, um, they they can also be very good witches. You know, they can be very good with magic and stuff like that, because they're already highly influenced by the moon. They're already embodying the moon energy, so they can be very good with, uh, with um, with being healers and being witches and whatnot. Okay, they can also be very good with being seductive. Don't let that go over your head, okay? Now, Leo. The Leo energy, you know, if if you're like Leo dominant or sun dominant, okay, then this pertains to you. Just because you are Leo sun, this does that doesn't mean that, that that it really pertains to you. When I'm talking about dominant, that's a whole different chart, okay? Besides your natal chart. By Walter Pullen. So now, um, the Leo energy, their archetype, they tend to be the protector, similar to Cancer's. Okay, um, you know, they are, they're also artistic. Um, they're the warrior, the actor, you know. So this is why you see many Leos as celebrities. That's one of their archetypes. You know, any, Le any Leo or Sun Dominant that gets into acting is going to succeed instantly because that's in their natural alignment. You see what I'm saying? It's going to come to them. For example, let's use Jennifer Lopez as an example. She's a Leo. Okay? She has no talent. Let's look at her. Let's look how she really started. She really started with no talent, but because... You know, her archetype is Leo and the sun that that automatically instantly opened doors for her regardless. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that's like a Leo or a sun dominant, even if they don't have experience or talent when it comes to acting, it's their confidence in that ego that really gets them where they where they end up be where they end up going, basically. OK, Um. So that's that, you know, Leo energy can also be very good with romance, 
all right Taurus has Taurus and Cancer as well Taurus Cancer and Leo they all very good with romance energy okay um Virgo now the Virgo oh wait before I get into the Virgo let me finish a little bit on Leo now an undeveloped dominated Leo or Sun energy will will be probably a narcissist, will be very self-centered, will be very selfish, will throw pity parties and will seek a lot of attention. And, you know, sometimes they'll start unnecessary fights. You see what I'm saying? Just to 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 feed into that drama. Okay? That's an unevolved Leo, of course. You know, they can have petty tendencies. Any of the fire signs, any of the masculine signs, period, they can be highly influenced by pettiness because remember, masculine is younger than feminine. I want you guys to understand this. The vibration of masculine is younger than feminine, okay? Feminine is older than masculine energy. You understand me? So when you're highly influenced by masculine energy, you're going to have a childlike nature. You're going to be very restless. You're going to be like, I'm bored. Oh, I can't just sit here all day. I need to go out and do something. You know what I'm saying? You're going to want to constantly feel like you're going to want to always go somewhere or always feel like you need to be entertained. Okay. Now, the Virgo vibration. Virgo, Mercury, dominant people. Okay, this energy is not so much like Gemini. Gemini is very fast-paced because that is the masculine side of Mercury. But Virgo is the feminine side of, of a Mercury, okay? Because Mercury is a dualistic planet, is a mutable planet as well. So it's very changeable and it's very dualistic. If Mercury is around a lot of feminine energy, it converts that. If Mercury is around a lot of masculine energy, it converts to that. So Virgo is known as the feminine energy, okay? So the Mercurian energy of Virgo is a little bit more different, you know, because they're highly influenced by feminine energy. That means that things still get slowed down, okay? Every, things around them get slowed down, and this is why, uh, you know, when you deal with a, with, a Vir with a dominated Virgo person and Mercury, they tend to be nitpickers, critical right and it's they pay attention to shit that goes over a lot of people's eyes and that's because virgo is big with details because they're influenced by the earth element so they're very big with details okay but um virgos need to learn how not to be so extreme with perfectionism because if they become too extreme with perfectionism then they fall into the same trap like their opposite sign which is Pisces. Pisces can have an issue with illusions, right? Wanting a fairy tale romance, a fairy tale partner. That's the same shit with Virgos. They want a perfect partner. They want a perfect life that doesn't exist. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Um, but these guys have they tend to be the healer. Um, they're also very good with medicine, okay? They're very good with medicine and holistic healing and things in that nature. Um, you know, this energy here is highly big with being the servant. Very big. Okay. To really, really make a Virgo feel useful, 
just act like you're useless and act like you need help with many things and they're going to go and, and and serve you it's going to it's going to happen naturally through their inf through their through their energies like you're going to see it you're going to see it it's going to happen naturally you know what i'm saying like if you call a virgo and you say oh my god i'm i'm confused everything is just messed up around me they're quick to go and serve you okay um <clears throat> You know, but overall, the Virgo energy, they can also be alchemist in the individuals, okay? But the Virgo energy is a healer, but it's not a healer like the water signs, okay? Let me, let me clarify that. The Virgo energy is more of a healer with physical things, okay? Like, let's say you physically sick. They're very good with that category, okay? So the Virgo energy will, will operate through its purest nature, if they tap into medicine, okay, <clears throat> and they, since they're also influenced by Mercury, they love learning, just like Gemini's, okay, so there's a type too, but they're not like Gemini's that just goes around digging for all types of useless information, Virgos tend to be very picky with their information, if it doesn't benefit what they're trying to learn, they're going to discard it, as opposed to Gemini is easily distracted with all types of information. Like one minute they could be learning this, and then the next minute another another type of topic could inspire them. You see what I'm saying? Virgo's not like that. Virgo, if a Virgo is concentrating on one subject, subject they're gonna stay stuck on that one subject until they learn everything about it. And this is why many Virgos are actually very very intelligent beings. Okay, Virgo probably will have a a, a sense. Keyword, a sense of understanding information co compared to Gemini's because they're influenced by the feminine vibration. When you influence by the feminine vibration, this means that you want to get to the base of things. Okay, this is why the feminine vibration wants to slow everything down. All right? But that's that. You know, they just got to be careful with being too critical, you know, and, and they got to become aware of their perfectionism. All right? People that have perfectionist issues, they tend to um, they tend to be prone to suicide because you know they're trying to live their life in this illusion that doesn't exist. Okay, so they gotta be careful with that, and that's that. They also make an amazing writer. So so do Gemini's, by the way. Mercurian energy, amazing writers. Okay, Libra. Now Libra. This is the masculine side of Venus. Taurus is the feminine side of Venus. So Libra tends to be more on the superficial side of Libra energy. I mean of, of Venus energy. So when you're highly, highly influenced by Libra or Venus energy, you know what I'm saying? You're going to be more focused on your physical appearance, how you look, how you dress, you know. And I got to say, you know, Libra's got some pretty dope swags, man. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knows how to dress like Libras. I got to admit it. <laughs> you know, but then there are the ones that they're so consumed by it that they end up tapping into artificial shit. And they got to be careful with that. Okay. Now, Libra um, <clears throat> is the lover, right? They, they also have the seductress in them, all right? They're huge flirts. Um, they also the mediator. So they're very good at standing between a conflict 
and neutralizing the energy. As opposed to their opposite sign, Aries, just knows how to start some kind of conflict. You see what I'm saying? Libra knows how to stand in between any conflict and neutralize that. If a Libra is operating from the, the, the higher vibration, they also can be very good at writing relationship books, marriage books, okay? Or just getting involved with being a, a mediator in, in relationships and marriages, all right? The same with Taurus, though. Don't underestimate Taurus because Taurus is still influenced by Venus, okay? Um... Now, I just think Taurus, because they're off, they're influenced by the feminine vibration, they're probably going to be more realistic with their perspective on things because they're still an earth sign. And Libra is going to be more idealistic because Libra is an air sign and air signs live in their head. Okay. Air signs operate through ideas. Everything is an idea. Scorpio. Now, if you're highly influenced by Scorpio energy and Pluto energy, then, you know, um, you're going to be that real Scorpio energy. But if you're a Scorpio sun and you're a sun dominant, then you don't really utilize that Scorpio energy properly. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, a Scorpio that's dominated by Pluto Versus a Scorpio that's dominated by other planets are totally different, okay? So this archetype I'm talking about is just Scorpios that are highly influenced by Pluto, okay? So individuals that are dominated by Scorpio and Plutonian energy, you know, um, they'll, be, they'll be the transformative type. These are the, the powerful Scorpios. These are the ones that know how to transform through their shit. Okay, they know how to go into the underworld and transform all their toxic traits. All right, those are the powerful Scorpios. Okay, um, they'll be known as a detective if 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 they're not utilizing these these energies properly, they can be stalkerish, obsessive, and whatnot. Okay, but they're very good at being a detective. They're very they're they're known as a mystic, the alchemist. You know what I'm saying? Now, the Scorpio Plutonian dominant individual will be an expert with shadow work. An expert with that shit. Because that energy knows how to go into the underworld and and defeat their demons. You know, this is the only energy that's able to go there. The other energies can't tap into that like that. You understand me? So it knows how to go down there and confront their demons and transform all that shit and, you know, alchemize it all. And, and, and you know, they eventually tap into their next stage of life, you know, because there's three levels to Scorpio. There's stage one, which is the regular Scorpio one. Those are the ones that are not in control of themselves. They sting for no reason. They tend to be very revengeful, very spiteful, very sneaky. Um, they tend to be high they tend to be big with cheating you know things like that and highly highly manipulative okay but an evolved scorpio the ego one i think i think that's that's the third the third version of them the ego one right they're the bird they're known as 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 the ego bird but this type they're more peaceful <laughs> you know what i'm saying they they don't want to control anything 
you know, and they'll instantly see the darkness in other individuals. And they will know, like, when to stay away from a dark person versus when to, when to go towards somebody that's good for them. Like, they'll intuitively instantly pick that up. They'll pick it up into instantly when when somebody is actually a dark person, okay? No matter how they dress, no matter their poker face, no matter the social status they got. When you're around a Plutonian Scorpion energy that's evolved and transformed, they will see your shadow instantly. You cannot hide your shadow self around these individuals, okay? Um, the unevolved Scorpio will try to trigger your shadow more than the evolved one okay um but that's because they're trying to test you and they're trying to see what you about you understand what i'm saying that's really why a lot of scorpios do that but you know they also need to realize that that's not cool and it's draining you know what i'm saying you can't always test people through their shadows you know like that can be draining if they're not ready if the individual is not ready to confront the shadow you know they're gonna feel drained you see what i'm saying and you know if you're doing that to the wrong person then you can come off as a toxic person as well okay but um you know these guys are very very good they're also witches they're witches as well they're very very good with with um focusing on things you know, but focusing on things that are, that that a lot of people cannot tap into. Okay, these guys are the experts experts of the shadow self. Okay, so if if Scorpios get into to into spirituality and they want to, and I'm talking about the Scorpio Plutonian types, and they want to and they want to talk more about the shadow self, woof, they will excel in that shit heavily. Okay, um. Sagittarius. Now, Sagittarius, their archetype is known as the traveler, the wanderlust. They love learning as well. Um, they're the teachers as well. Um, you know, but Sagittarius is more about learning about the world. This is why Sagittarius tends to be commitment folds. And I'm talking about highly Sagittarian dominant and Jupiter dominant people. Okay. Um, they tend to be commitment foes because they like their freedoms. They they feel like the world's too big and that if they restrict themselves with a marriage, you know, they're missing out. You understand what I'm saying? Because this is an energy, this is an archetype that is known as the explorer. You see what I'm saying? They remind me of Tomb Raider. I don't know if you guys play that video game, but that's how they are. Like they known to travel and see the world and learn about the world and different cultures. That's what they're known for. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like when you're dealing with, with somebody that's highly dominated by Sagittarius and Jupiterian energy, you know, it, it, it's like, why would you try to conform that somebody, you know, into being loyal and faithful? That's not a part of their archetype. They're known to be free spirits and wanderlust. You know, they, they love to roam everywhere. Okay, and explore the world and explore everything. Okay. 
Um, these guys are very smart, though, similar to Gemini's, you know what I'm saying? But they tend to be very smart because they, they you know, they're, they're explorers. They learn about a lot of things in life, all right? They also go through a lot because they also have a sense of gullibility. Jupiter is a planet that is very gullible, okay? So this planet um, makes them very gullible, you know, Jupiter is all about beliefs, okay? And um, they tend to go through a lot, but this is why eventually Sagittarians learn how to bring a lot of wisdom into onto the physical. But a, a wise Sagittarius, I don't think they really tap into it to like after their second half of their life, you know. In the you know, a young Sagittarius is actually very gullible, very naive, very stupid, very wild, very reckless, and all over the place. Okay. But, um, you know, they're also known as the philosophers as well, big time. Okay, that's another archetype, you know. So if they get into, like, philosophical books and shit like that, or write philosophical books, woof, they'll make a lot of money in that, you know, because that's their archetype, you know what I'm saying? I got Sag Moon, so, you know, that's why I tend to be very philosophical and wise. Um, next... We have Capricorn. Now, Capricorn, you know, this is the energy. There are Capricorn and Saturn and Saturn dominant. Um, this energy is known like, you know, as the old soul, but not the old soul that we, we are we think it is. More like the old soul, like, you know, you know, they're they're like an old person. You see what I'm saying? Like, they just want to get their shit together. They want to work. They they tend to be hardworking people. And they just basically, um, how can I put it? Want to climb the corporate ladder. Okay, that's their archetype. All right. So, you know, they're also very good mentors. Not the low vibrational ones. These are the evolved Capricorns. I want to clarify that. Okay. Not many evolved Capricorns exist because Saturn is the planet of, of blockages and fears and you know Capricorns tend to have a lot of blockages and fears and and this delays their evolution because you know Saturn deals with delays as well okay but an evolved Capricorn is very wise tend to be a mentor um they're also known as a banker just like Taurus they'll be very good with money um they're also known as the father Okay, so they'll have a fatherly figure um, aura to them. Even the woman, they'll be very authoritative and and um, very commanding, and you know what I'm saying, and 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 just all about structure, you know, and and um and getting their shit together. Okay, but usually Capricornian energy or Saturn dominant individuals, they they'll they'll go very they'll go very far when it comes to the system period like capitalism or just the system period because you know the system that we we we're using on this physical is influenced by saturn energy so this you know since is influenced by saturn energy you know everything everything here is like is you know like when it comes to materialistic stuff is easy for them to get it because they're using the saturnian energy on the matrix 
You understand what I'm saying? And this is why a lot of Capricorns tend to have their shit together by the age of 18. <laughs> a lot of them, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, 18 years old, you got your own place, you got your car. Damn, boy. You know, they, they just know how to move when it comes through the system. Okay? They have that, uh, that intelligence in that. You know what I'm saying? They, they're also very good at playing chess. All right? Um... You know, they know how to work smart and not hard. They really do. You feel me? But that's the evolved ones, okay? The unevolved ones um, will use people. They'll have an issue with using people. They'll, they'll be in love with materialistic things, and they'll use people. Instead of using materialistic things and loving human beings, that's not the way they operate. Okay, they'll be very cold and calculative. Like many Capricornians, they tend to talk to you because you have some kind of benefit for them. Okay, there's something that you're offering for them that they 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 need to utilize to achieve their goal, right? Because these guys are heavy goal-oriented people, all right? They bring the awareness and the intelligence of goals, okay? But uh, if a Capricorn just focuses on their goals... All of that is gonna is gonna happen like, like like it's gonna happen like a piece of cake for them because that's their natural, you know, um, archetype. Okay, but you just have to be careful with them. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, they're users. Okay, now this energy is the opposite of Cancer. Cancer deals with the home life. Capricorn deals with the public life. So they can be more superficial. You know, they, they can be, you know, an unevolved Capricorn will marry somebody because of their money or because of their social status or because of the image they're giving you. All right. Capricornian women will, will date a much, much older man. You know what I'm saying? Because of that. You know, but a lot of Capricornian women do have daddy issues. You know what I'm saying? So they tend to look for their father in in these much older men um and a lot of capricornian men will look for much younger women because they want to be the father figure in the relationship but that's an unevolved capricorn okay um aquarius now aquarius you know what i'm saying um the archetype for this energy they're the revolutionary you know, they're the scientist, the eccentric, all right, the visionary, the rebel, the genius, the outlaw, the free spirit, the activist, the inventor, the alchemist, and the exile, okay? So these guys here are, are huge with being individuals and huge standing out. You know, like Aquarius, Uranus Dom is different from Aquarius Saturn Dom, okay? Aquarius Saturn Dom have blockages because that's what Saturn is about. Aquarius Uranus Dom they tend to be more original in their ways, okay, um, very eccentric, and these guys have a way of, like, knowing information before the collective, you know, they tend to be very advanced with information, okay, it's still an air sign, so they're stuck with ideas as well, so when, but when it comes to their information, it's not somewhat like Gemini, when it comes to information with Aquarius, they do understand a lot of the information. They know how to understand things. And that's because Aquarius is a fixed mode. 
okay? And this allows them to focus and concentrate on the subject. Because remember, masculine energy is very fast-paced, all, all over the place, restless. And since Aquarius is influenced by fix, this allows them to focus on a subject, all right? And this is why many Aquarius tend to be very, very, very intelligent beings. And they tend to have a high, a high understanding of the information they're learning, okay? They also, they're, 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 they tend to be genius-like. They also know how to, like, get creative with the information they learn. Okay, um, and they also make amazing astrologers. Don't don't let that go over your head. But I feel like the Aquarius Uranus Dom, they'll be amazing astrologers when it comes to the transits, and you know, the the outer planets when it comes to the horoscope stuff. Okay, um, and that's that. But they just have to be very cautious with their unpredictable nature. You know what I'm saying? They gotta control that shit. <laughs> you feel me um and they can also be very cold individuals you know but that's that's because saturn does that to them you know saturn creates blockages so you know aquarius is highly influenced by saturn and uranus both of the planets but i feel like aquarius uranus dom are tend to be more aquarian energy than the ones that are, are aquarius saturn dom the Aquarius, Saturn, Dom, they're probably the coldest type, they're, you know, because they're blockages. They're afraid to feel. They're afraid to get close to somebody. All those fears. Okay? And then we got last but not least, Pisces. Now, this energy is known as the mystic, the dreamer, the artist, the, po the poet, the guy, the guru, the medic, the healer, the worshiper, the creator, the dancer, the psychotic, the addict, the visionary. Now, um... Pisces Dom and Neptune Dom, those are the real Pisces energy. Because Pisces is also influenced by Jupiter and Neptune. Pisces that's highly influenced by Jupiter, you know, they will have a lot of luck in their life. And they'll be very, very wise because Jupiter is the planet of wisdom. But Pisces that are highly influenced by Neptune they'll be very mystical and these are the ones that tap into other worlds and other dimensions and talk about shit that other people are probably looking at them like they're crazy you know but um they do tap into other dimensions you know they'll be very big with astral projecting and sleeping and you know anything that can help them tap into the other worlds you know but they gotta watch it with that because sometimes you know they can become addicted to substances just to tap into other worlds. You know what I'm saying? They got to watch it with their addictions, all right? Because it can turn into, um, you know, substances that are harming them, okay? Um, you know, but they're the dreamers, and, and they're like, you know, they because they, it's still a water energy, and they don't have, like, a shell, like a Cancer and a Scorpio, so this energy is, like, absorbing on an extreme rate so they confuse their sometimes they can confuse their identity around the wrong groups of people and this is why they be they're they're easily influenced by their surroundings they need more alone time than the other two water signs then the 12 signs period they need more alone time because the way they feel and they don't have any fucking shell to protect them you know they don't know how to have healthy boundaries it's very difficult for pisces to develop healthy boundaries but the evolved one, very wise, very psychic when it comes to dreams and whatnot. You know, um, their dreams will predict what's going to happen next week, next month, 
you name it okay um but you know those i just wanted to talk about some of the archetypes hopefully this helps somebody out there okay and when i speak like this do know i'm talking about a dominant people if you're dominated dominated by these energies just because you have your sun sign in a certain energy this doesn't pertain to you okay you guys have a good one take care